Hi, you're listening to Yeah, It Can't Be Good, a rewatch podcast of the sci fi original series Eureka. Let's get started. Hey, it's Doug with the TV Guide Synopsis. Season 3, Episode 15, Shower the People. First aired August 21st, 2009. Allison's baby shower yields eco-friendly gifts and the discovery of drowned scientists in an area where drowning is impossible. Special guest, Billy Campbell. Creators, Andrew Cosby and Jamie Paglia. Written by Thania St. John and directed by Stephen Zerchik. Thanks, Doug. Hi, this is Vicki. And I'm here with my co-host, Doug Gramley. Hey. For season three, episode 15, Shower the People. This episode contains one of life's biggest horrors, the baby shower. <laughs> I hate baby showers. I yeah. hate wedding showers. I don't know who came up with that idea. That uh, being the center of attention? Well, you know how I am about my birthday. People think yeah. I hate my birthday. I don't hate my birthday. I like my birthday. I don't, I don't like the cake singing and everybody yeah. looking at me. But no... I did yeah. think of that, but it's torture for me to go to a baby shower or a wedding shower. They're just they're just horror filled. Yeah, uh, my my wife feels the same way. Uh, she doesn't like the then you you have to like open the gifts in front of everybody. Yes. And yeah, she doesn't uh, she doesn't like them either. They're horrible, and it, it's funny because when we briefly talked about this episode the other day. You mentioned something that bothered you, and I t- realized that I totally forgot about the whole rest of the episode because I'm so fixated on the horrors of a baby shower. So I don't know whoever invented that idea. I mean, if somebody wants to buy me a gift, that's fine. They don't have to. They could send it to me or give it to me right. when they see me. We don't need this whole stick bows on a paper plate and make the person wear it on their head and all this other nonsense. Right. It's just torture. <laughs> try and figure out what the diapers are filled with right isn't that a game yes i think so yeah it the whole thing is just torture i don't know whoever came up with that and if somebody thinks they're fun i want to hear about it because i want to know why they think that anyway this episode opens with tess and carter having a little small talk like you can tell they're closer after their date and they're getting along I mean, it always looks good, but it looks um, gooder, better. Well, curling iron, greatest invention of the 20th century. Yeah. And then we find out that Tess called Carter because Kim is missing. And Carter tells her he just saw her at Cafe Dean with Henry. So Tess sends Carter to go bring her back because technically, she says, she's still property of GD. Yeah, this is the first time that you could you get the set. Well, other than like the end of the previous episode. But Henry's starting to feel a different way about the robot Kim or the computer Kim, you know, like normally he wouldn't break protocol like that. And so Carter confronts them at Cafe Diem. And she knows, I mean, based on previous shows or or movies that you've watched of artificial intelligence, you think that it's going to go a different way and the the computer is going to turn on the people. But this Kim computer, I think, really did capture a lot of what the original character was. Absolutely. And I think that's where that's the struggle that uh, that Henry's having right now is that he really he really does see the real Kim in the fake Kim. Yeah, absolutely. And at, at the beginning, he was reluctant to even interact with her. Yeah. Because it, you know it's not going to go well for him. He was reluctant to interact with her because he knew it wasn't her. Right. 
Although, yes, like you said, she seems to have all of her memories and all of her mannerisms, and she's like a clone. Yeah. It's like, it's her. So, and you know, he was right, probably. I mean, yeah, he gets to have this time with her, but he was probably right to be standoffish, because when it comes to Kim, Henry just can't win, ever. Yeah. Tess also tells Carter that she's bringing in a neuro-networking specialist from Bethesda. And she thinks it might go over better if Carter tells Henry about the specialist. Uh, Apparently, Henry was in charge of getting the data. And I don't know if they're bringing in the specialist because Henry's now too close to the situation or because he's not having any luck retrieving the data. Yeah, Yeah, I think, um, I don't know if they just kind of figure that they don't want to sacrifice the data for the well-being of the computer. And I think Henry is is doing the opposite. He doesn't want to sacrifice the computer for the data. Exactly. They have to bring in like a third party that's really going to be focused more on getting the data and doesn't really care about what's going to happen to the computer. Although I, I think in the end, everybody sort of does. I think so too, but it took a while to get there. So <laughs> Dr. Manlius, is that how it says? Man, Manly, Manlius, yeah. Yeah shows up before Carter leaves GD to collect Henry. And we see that both Tess and Allison know him from college. And it was funny because at the beginning, Carter complimented Tess on her hair, and she said something about a curling iron. Apparently, this is why she used a curling iron. Yeah. Because she's a little giddy about him being there. Allison doesn't seem to be as impressed. Tess obviously still has a crush on him. So apparently, that was the reason for the curling iron. And, you know, Carter looks at her like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I get it now. So Carter heads back to Cafe Diem, like we said, to get Henry and Kim, but he also has to listen to Zoe complain about the harpies and planning the shower because Carter let Tess have the shower at his house, but Tess is now too busy, so somehow it's left up to Zoe and these three horrible women. Uh, Next time you want to impress a girl, don't, okay? What? You told Tess she could have the baby shower at her house, and now I'm stuck planning it with the Harpies because she's too busy. The Harpies? Monroe, Draper, and Bell. Infant development is GD. Infantile is more like it. They all want to impress the boss, and they are driving Zoe crazy. Who just thinks she should be able to drop everything to plan the shower? They're not even that close, it seemed like. No. I think just because of their their area of study. Is that why they're involved with the baby shower? I think, yes. And I think also because Allison's their boss. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a good way to impress the boss, you know? True. That's right, because they're all fighting for funding. Right. Yeah, that was a big, uh, that's a big thing. Back at GD, Henry is losing his patience with Dr. Manulus. If I'm saying that wrong, I'm going to just say it wrong through the whole episode. Cause Manlius. Manlius. Manlius, yeah. Because he speaks about Kim as if she's not there. Right. As if she's a computer. You could see Henry's starting to lose his patience with the whole thing. Yep. Although, I don't know, if something was talking to me and interacting with me, I don't know that I could talk about it like it wasn't there. I understand it's a computer and and Dr. Manlius is looking at her like she's a computer, but she's interacting. I don't know that I would still be able to talk about her while she's sitting there instead of talking to her? I don't know. Yeah, I think, you know, the scientist sees it a different way. I guess. Like, if you have no emotional connection with the original yeah. person. Yeah, I guess that's true, because he doesn't. He knows knows of her reputation, and that's all. Yeah. So, back to the dreaded baby shower. Of course, the gifts are typical Eureka gifts. A baby monitor that sings biorhythms, a highly absorbent diaper, and 
self-sanitizing bottles, which for the showers purposes are filled with mimosas. Yeah. Carter's there. I don't know why Carter, having lived... I don't know as, why he's there either. Right. Having lived as long as he has, doesn't know that baby showers are for women. Why would you go there willingly? <laughs> I mean, I, I know of be there having baby showers that I, I know of that have both men and women there. Really? Yeah. I would never go to one. <laughs> I know they have Jack and Jill's now for weddings. Yeah. Which takes the place of the wedding shower, which I think is just as torturous. But... Yeah, why he willingly went to the shower and didn't know he wasn't supposed to go to the shower is beyond me. And then why he gets rid of every gift that is a duplicate. So what? Yeah, I think he's just embarrassed. Okay, so then why give her an empty basket? Inferior. You know? So just why skip, get her anything? Yeah, so why give her the empty basket at the end? Just skip the whole thing. Oh, if, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's <laughs> expecting a present from him anyways. Yeah. He had to actually stop that. Right, I think the gift of having the shower at his house should be enough. Right, exactly. But he actually had to stop them from moving on to say you have one more gift. Why bring it up? Nobody was expecting it. I don't, some, yeah. I don't understand. Anyway. I'm surprised there was no like hovering stroller or something. I know, huh? Like, I feel like that would have been a... <laughs> we didn't see all the gifts. We only saw the three that w- yeah. that would work with the story. So who knows? So Carter seems to be hung over the next morning on his way to, into the office. And Joe's... Drink few, too many mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> but he finds a car off the road on the way to work. This is where the episode starts to get a little dark <laughs> and disturbing. The whole car is flooded inside. Apparently there was a rainstorm the night before. But the inside yeah. of the car is flooded. And Dr. Monroe, which one was she? I think he's the one with the um, the monitor, the baby monitor. Okay. She was inside and she was drowned. Yeah. And yes, you're right. Because like we talked about a couple of days ago, if I'm remembering correctly, when we see a body, usually on the show, it's burnt or... Yeah, you see kind of like charred remains. Right. Where you don't actually see a person. Yeah. Like a full flesh, you know, body. Right. There. Or somebody dissolves or disintegrates. Yeah. Yeah. We never see an actual, not that I recall anyway, an actual dead body looking like a normal dead body. Can the car fill with water? I guess. Not leak anywhere? I mean, it it was not leaking at all. I don't, I don't know. That was kind of weird. It was. So Carter breaks the window to get body out and um, Fargo comes. He's filling in for Henry because Henry's busy with Kim. Yep. And he's going to do the autopsy. He tells Carter, though, he does mention the grants and that the grants are being cut. So everybody at GD will do anything to get these grants. So, you know, he puts it in Carter's head that the other women at the shower could be suspects. Allison doesn't believe that GD employees would behave that way, (laughs) which is (laughs) really. Right. I mean, how many years experience do you have? But Tess does um, reiterate what Fargo says, and she says she has two suspects, Draper and Bell. Now, it's funny that she says this. She says the the other two women, who are two of the three women that she planned the shower with. Yeah. It's like she had to mention that when she didn't even plan the shower. Zoe she planned the shower. Plan the shower. Right. Yeah. But she had to put in that they two of the three women that helped her plan the shower would do anything. Um, they she said something like give up their firstborn to get one of those grants. Yeah. So I get very confused about the sciency part of this. So if you understand it better than I do, jump in. Fargo yeah. discovers that Doctor Monroe's lungs absorb the water, so he's blaming 
Dr. Draper because she's the one who invented that super absorbent diaper. Absorbent technology, yeah. Okay. But he has no other proof other than that, except that her lungs absorb the water. This scene was kind of weird, too. And I think it was just there to so Allison knew that Tess and Carter were dating. Tess asks Carter to go to another meteor event. Allison looks surprised. And yep. Carter says that he can't because he had a birthing class. Right. And Tess looks like she's upset by that. I am so confused. I thought he liked me. Carter? Well, we went on this date, and I thought we had a great time. Oh, you went on a date. No, an almost date. And uh, we, he, oh, God, I suck at this. <laughs> so do you like him? Like, like, like? I think I do. It was weird. I I don't know that he had any intention of going to the birthing class until Tess asked him out again. But she doesn't know that. So if somebody says, do you want to get together to do this? And you say, I can't. I have this to do. Why is she upset like he's trying to avoid her? Because he wasn't acting that way. We kind of seem to know that. And I think it was just because of Allison. Do you know what I'm saying? Or am I making yeah. sense? Yeah, I don't know. I think part of it had to do with men. I think Manlius. I think maybe he opted to go to the birthing class because cause you can kind of see like his reaction when Tess saw Manlius, and he was kind of thrown aback because he felt that they had, were getting closer, but then now all of a sudden she's fixated on this other guy, and now kind of like it's reverse where he's now dedicating time to Allison and Tess's. Upsets. I think there's just like a little lack of communication between the two of them. They're not really sure where they are. Yeah, I know. In their it, relationship. It just seemed weird that she would get like if I said to you, "Do you want to have lunch tomorrow?" and you say, "I can't. I have a meeting." I wouldn't say, "Oh my God, he doesn't want to be my friend anymore." You know, what I mean? <laughs> you you have a meeting. Yeah. You have something else to do. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I mean, I mean, people would be saying that all the time about me because <laughs> I'm always making excuses not to go places. So I just found her reaction weird, too. I kind of understand yeah. Carter's because, number one, Allison's there. And probably, and definitely because of Dr. whatever his name is. I'm going to call him Billy because that's his name, his real name. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember where you know him from? No, I can't. It was driving me nuts. He's from a million different places that I've seen. I know I've seen him in a bunch of things, but I just can't. But the one where... that you would remember him from is The Killing. The Killing. Who was he in The Killing? He was the congressman or the he, he was the suspect in, oh yeah 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 okay right yeah i knew yeah okay and in the meantime carter's still complaining about a hangover that he has and nobody else seems to be affected by the mimosas as he was so carter goes back to cafe diem and he, he mentions that he's starving he sits down to talk to dr draper who's like totally covered in sweat right now she's the absorbent technology doctor. right Draper diaper. That's the only way I could remember which one she is. Draper diaper, yeah. Yeah. She says she has nothing to do with it and excuse herself, so Carter leaves. Back at GD, they begin the data extraction on Kim, but it seems to be hurting her. Henry screams to make them stop, and then Allison finally orders Dr. Billy to shut down the process. Yeah, they're drowning, not drowning her, but they're soaking her in some kind of radiation liquid or electric liquid that they're running radiation through. So, yeah. But I don't think, I don't know if it was hurting her. I don't know either. I don't know if she feels pain. If or she was doing it on purpose to get it to stop. Oh, that's right. Because she does say later that she reacted that way to make it because stop. Because of how Henry was reacting. You're right. That didn't even click with me. Right. 
Meanwhile, at Cafe Diem, Vincent is complaining about a leak. They can't figure out where it's coming from. Zoe notices Dr. Draper's computer still on the table, and she finds her in the restroom. And when she opens the door, water pours out, and Dr. Draper drowned. Which we have to note now that the water, even in the, the water in the car, is coming from the people I know. that are drowning. <laughs> so now what people are doing is they're, now there's, there's water, like body water <laughs> all over the floor in a restaurant. And people are walking around in this water yep. that's oozing from the body. Now, who I forgot which one came up with the theory that the water is coming from the body. I think it was Carter. Yes. Right here. In the, and, in... Right. And Fargo was trying to dispute it, that there was no real evidence for that. Right. And then, so the body now is in the body bag. Uh-huh. And Fargo says there's no evidence of the water coming from the body. And then all of a sudden, water is, is spewing out of the body bag, <laughs> which was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> That it's just happening there and people are, are not. They're not thinking about it. I mean, the it. odor, the smell alone has got to be disgusting. There's not a lot of things that, that really gross me out. That body water kind of did. <laughs> that people weren't a little more like proactive, like, oh my God, let's clear out the place. You know, let's put hazmat suits on. I know, I know that bothers you. No, Vincent is, is just mopping, using a regular mop, and just spreading this gross water <laughs> around the floor. Body water. I'm sorry I made you watch this episode. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is, but... I know. A little sense of urgency. We all have our aversions to things. <laughs> yeah. Body water. Moving back to GD, Henry is told that Kim is decaying. So not only are they going to lose the data, her body's decaying. The organic material that grew did not have the immunities to earth diseases, I guess, as a normal human would who, you know, was grew up on, on the planet. So, Yeah. So I guess they're trying to convince them that no matter what they do, she's going to die anyway. Yeah. So if whatever they do to remove the data kills her, she's going to die anyway. So Fargo discovers that the water found with the victims is sin water, which is synthetic water. Synthetic water. Right. So Carter goes to speak to Dr. Rivers. I didn't get that until I typed it last night. Dr. Rivers? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I typed it and was like, oh, I get that. Who is the head of the sin water project. Right. And then while he's there, he has to go to the bathroom and he blames it on working around the water. You know, we know yeah. that's not the problem. But I like I like that doctor. Yeah, Doctor Rivers. I liked her. Okay, she looked like she was like she could be a uh, you know work with uh, dolphins or killer whales at SeaWorld. <laughs> she had like that uh, you know bodysuit on. And... Yes, yes. And I know I've seen her in a million things too. And I meant to look up what else she was in, but I I didn't. I forgot. So back at the smart house, Sarah tells him that his blood pressure is high and he complains that his pants are too tight. Before he passes out, he asks Sarah to examine the self-sanitizing water bottles. And he thinks he's been affected by the sin water or whatever because they're still working off the assumption that it, it's something at the shower that caused all this. 
Next, we move on to the GD infirmary. This is kind of cute because they were both kind of giggling at him. Allison tells him that he's just a little bloated. <laughs> Fargo gives him like this explanation of what he has, and it sounded very dire. And you can kind of see like the look of concern on Jack's face. And then they break the news that basically he's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> and he passed out due to a combination of high blood pressure and low blood sugar. Yeah. So they decide that Carter's having sympathy, like sympathy pains, but it's a sympathy pregnancy. You're just a little bloated. You passed out from a combination of high blood pressure and low blood sugar. So I'm not drowning at all. Nothing in your lungs, but your condition is serious. What condition is that? Cuvade syndrome. I had Bruce examine you. He's an expert on neural pathway anomalies. How serious is this? You're pregnant. Excuse me? <laughs> In sympathy pregnancy, some men can develop symptoms when they worry too much about their pregnant, uh, their birthing partners. So I'm feeling this because of you? The mind is a very powerful force. If you believe in something long enough, the body can make it happen. I think most men are oblivious to most of the symptoms of pregnancy. Okay. I'm not saying you. Yeah. Don't get defensive. But all the other things that were happening to him, like his clothes are too tight, you, you have to have it in your head to sympathize. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? You have to know that you get bloated and your clothes are too tight and you're retaining yeah. water and all this stuff. So, I don't know. I think they should have picked up on that. Do you know what I mean? You know there's pain, yeah. and you know your right. feet swell. You have to know the symptoms to sympathize with them. Right. And most men don't know everything. That's true. That's correct. Not a lot you. Of, a, lot of, a lot of men, not you. I, I <laughs> don't know anything. No, I'm, I don't know much. I'll admit that. Okay. I never said that. That wasn't my intention. Carter was worried, like you said. He was walking around in... Body water. At two crime scenes. Right. And Zoe was walking around in... Body water. At the last one, so he was kind of worried about that. But Fargo tells him that the sin water has to be absorbed directly into the bloodstream. So Zoe and Carter should not be affected. And Carter gets a call about a third victim and orders everyone from the shower to be tested because he doesn't know who the third vi victim is, but now it's looking like they need to test people that went to the shower. Yeah. So it turns out that the third victim is not from the shower, but it's an employee of the spa. And she drowns while cleaning the, I don't know if it's a hot tub or whatever kind of tub it was. Yeah, it was a hot tub. But it was empty when she started cleaning it. So the water in the tub is all from her. Fargo's right. test confirms sin water. While they're there, they get a call about an another victim who was the third shower planner and the baby bottle. Lady. Right. They get, they get to her on time. Because he's having people tested, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's in pretty serious condition, but they, they were able to stop drowning. Yeah, they have to just keep draining our lungs because they don't have a cure. So right. then we, we move into a lot of technical blah, blah, blah about Kim's degeneration. And they were proposing to put her in an acid solution to get the data before she dies. Henry asks for 24 hours to find another solution, and Tess gives him till midnight. Carter goes back to Dr. Rivers and shows her that her water is safe until it's mixed with plasma. So he has to close down her project until he figures out what's going on. So Henry comes up with a solution with a nutrient bath that will get the data out of Kim and repair her, the cells that are degenerating. Yep. And it looks like it's working, but it shuts down. And again, it looks like it almost kills Kim. 
I don't know what caused it to shut down or what the deal is, but it didn't work. Yeah. Kim talks Henry into letting Dr. Manlius perform the data retrieval. She knows it will kill her, but that's her mission. She is a computer, so she does think that way. Right. She knows that that's her mission. She was made to preserve the data. This, I don't know how he came up with, but Carter realizes how much radiation is going through the pipes where they're doing all that testing. Yeah. Am I getting that right? Yeah, and I, I think he thinks that, you know, he's wondering, you know, how the, like, the flow of the water. So he goes and he asks the doctor where the water goes from her lab to around Eureka or whatever, because, I mean, it's pretty serious. If you, people are drinking this water. They're bathing in the water or whatever. So it, once it mixes with blood, uh, a lot more people could be in, in, infected. So he figures this out. And again, yeah, you're right. I don't know how he, he figured this out, but he did. And it just so happens that Dr. Rivers is able to track exactly where her synthetic water flows and where it's being used and the exact time, too, I think. Because they... like a timestamp, he gave her a time. And that's um, the same time it was at the spa or whatever. Right. So they yeah. track it down that the water was at the spa being used in the hot tub and there were the three doctors in there because the spa owner or the person who runs the spa was complaining about three caddy women. Yeah. <laughs> I think was her, or four, four, I think she said four. Did you say three or four? Well, three she, were sa- arguing. she said three caddy women, and then there was a late arrival. Right. And that was Tess. Right. The next, we cut to the next scene where Tess is running into the elevator. She's soaked. And because she's soaked, she's having trouble breathing, and she can't press the buttons on the elevator, and it doesn't scan her eye because she's, water's dripping so carter climbs down the elevator shaft and complains about heights because he always does when he climbs down an elevator shaft yeah he gets in the elevator in the water and he breathes for tests until they can get her out but they still don't have a cure so all they're doing is draining her lungs until they can find a cure but it's not looking good no and they tell him that i guess the water eventually will all come out but it'll take months they would have to keep her there draining her lungs for months and in that case most of her organs might start shutting down right meanwhile kim is ready for the procedure she tells henry that kim loved him and she dissolves and they get the data yeah like i always say this show beats henry down continuously she loved you henry and i loved her yeah, but again, like, I know she's a robot, yeah. but she does have human skin, right? human hair, and she's laying in this acid bath, and she just kind of dissolves right in front of everybody. I mean, there's blood running through veins and everything. It's like really, you know, again, like a dark situation. It is. And on top of it, you know, Henry's back to where he was. He was getting over Kim, and now he's right back to where he started. You're right. Fortunately, they didn't show us we're dissolving. She disappears. I do feel for Henry, though. I think in the back of his mind, he thought maybe he could develop another emotional relationship with this computer. Yeah, absolutely. And ultimately, it wasn't, uh, wasn't mm-hmm. possible. He loses her again. And this is like the fourth yeah. time he's lost Kim during this series. So Carter, again, gets the idea that the radiation that pulled the data out of Kim and I might be explaining this wrong too, so jump in if if I am, could also pull the water out of Tess and the other woman. Is that right? 
Yeah, I, I don't know if they use it on the other doctor. Well, they don't show us, but it was Carter's idea that the radiation that pull, can pull data out of Kim might also be able to pull the synth water out of Tess. Right. Now, I don't know how he came up with that, but... I don't know. He yeah. did? But is that what he's saying? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. I think that was his thinking. They decide to try it with Tess, and they put her in this tank, and Dr. Manlius tells her she's going to feel like she's drowning. Now, this is the second time that they drowned people to save them. I can't take it. Baby showers are a horror, but drowning is a huge fear of mine. Yeah. And they keep doing that to save people. They drowned people when they were, I think it was when they were dreaming. I'm trying to think which episode that was. I don't know, but remember they put Carter in a tank and he had to breathe in the water? Okay. So they keep doing this. So he tells her she's going to feel like she's drowning. It does look like she's drowning, and I don't know how she kept herself in there, but it does work. It does expel the water. Later on, Allison tells Carter that his sympathy pains were from the baby monitor, and he looks kind of disappointed that they weren't real. And when is our first birth in class? <laughs> oh, Carter. You remember this? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the, um, the high-tech baby monitor from the shower, the thing that's supposed to make uh, you feel what the baby feels, right? Right. Or... Instead of connecting me to the baby, it connected you to me, which is why you've been having all these symptoms. Uh, I thought, uh, uh. She talks about how he should get on with Tess, and he says to her, are you sure? Another couple of dopes, they're all both trying to get each other to say something, and neither one will. And neither of them want to say it. So, Carter and Tess go to the asteroid events. And the moral of the story is never go to a baby or a wedding shower because they are evil. Right, and you could drown. And you can drown. <laughs> so that's the end of the episode unless you have other things that we missed. No, I don't think so. It was just not a good day. It was not a good episode for women and not a good episode for Henry. And not a good episode for you since the water was disgusting. You. Yes. Yes. Uh, we all have the, our things. We talked about yeah. my thing the other day on the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> pallbearer in this town it keeps very busy <laughs> i know you know what we never see a few yeah we did see one but we never see like who handles that we did right, see they one have a genius for everything yeah. i'm surprised there's no we haven't met a uh, funeral director or a pallbearer or anything that, like uh, that you know floating <laughs> caskets or something all right if you can't think of anything else yeah no i think that's everything and it covers it okay so we will see you next week all right sounds good bye bye Body water. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next week for season three, episode 16. You don't know Jack. Bye now. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.